0: You fought in the Clone Wars? Roger, roger. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Fans of the Force Clone Wars Rewind. This week, we watched Shadow of Malevolence which originally aired October 10th, 2008, and was episode 3 of season 1. In this week's episode, with the help of his Padawan Ahsoka and Jedi Master Plo Koon, Anakin utilizes new long-range Y-wing bombers to lead a bold strike on General Grievous's warship, the Malevolence, and its destructive weapon. As always, I am joined by my wonderful amazing co-hosts, Adrian and John. Hey guys.
1: Hi, Cat
2: Ray. Hey, John.
0: Ootini! <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm going to Hello. Yeah, hey. <laughs> 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 um, I'll get us started by saying that I actually found this episode kind of boring um, for the middle of a three-part arc about... <laughs> Taking down a, a giant super weapon. Um This one, I eh, It kind of just kinda just made for me. What about you guys?
1: John, is she wrong? I, I think you're a little well, no, she's she's right in that she was bored, but I wasn't. <laughs> I thought it was a good episode. I mean, um you had you had the excitement of First of all, the Y wings were really cool to look at with all the pieces intact, you know, because we're used to seeing them without <laughs> certain covers and stuff like that. So visually, just watching it was fun. Um, but I thought it was a. I mean, I mean, it's a it's a season one episode, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. And in, in terms of season one episodes, I mean they're 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 not. I don't think there's going to be a season one episode that's going to be anyone's favorite episode. Uh, But it was totally enjoyable.
0: I mean, I just – it's just very middle of the road for me, I guess. And maybe that's because it's a season one episode. I mean, you know, it starts and Anakin's got this very bold plan and everyone – well, everyone that's not Anakin or a clone – um, it's kind of like, I don't know about that, right. but then they're like, but we're going to do it anyway. Right. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, you kind of think with, with Plo Koon there that he could be like, uh, no, actually we're not going to do that, but I guess no, not. No, no. Um,
2: it's the Clone <laughs> Wars episode. Anakin's, oh, he gets his way. That's right.
0: Th- yeah. <laughs> For better or worse. Um. So but I agree, seeing the Y Wings in action in the Clone Wars, that is pretty cool. Um cool to see kind of the evolution that those go through between the Clone Wars and I guess the time of the right before the Battle of Yavin, because yeah. they do look a little bit different, right? Totally, like yeah. they do change oh, yeah. over the, the course of what, thirty years or something. So
2: no, um I, I like the Gonk Droid. Along with the y wings, there's oh no, yeah, It was like,
0: like a right, right. one like in a the gonk, back, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was like double double wide gonk, right.
1: <laughs> double, double wide. the gonk, <laughs>
0: double the gonk, double the fun. This <laughs> is the gonk from the trailer park.
1: <laughs> we this go four wheeling.
2: Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh,
2: this episode had a lot of uh, New Hope throwbacks sprinkled throughout it. I mean that whole that whole fight with the Malevolence, total Battle of Yavin type of vibe going on. Yeah, yeah, Uh, yeah. Obviously the White Wings and the Gunkroids, like we've been saying. So I I, I found that as a redeeming quality of the of the episode. I I still wouldn't consider it a really engaging episode per se. Because yeah, I, I, I as pretty as the whole Nebula thing was, I didn't care. It it just felt like filler for
0: me. A little bit. I mean, I think visually it was pretty cool and I actually liked the uh the giant space manta rays, uh whatever they're called.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I thought that part was totally unnecessary. Um I thought that was just <laughs> like filler. No, like, no. You know? Yeah. That was total filler. It was like, uh, okay, they're trying to eat some time here and 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 give us uh, something we haven't seen before, you know. But we totally see that sort of thing again and again throughout, yeah. you know, this and, and well, Rebels. Well, and something and,
0: similar in Rebels, yeah. Totally, yeah. yeah. So, so it's, that, it, that it sets didn't us throw up me, for—
1: And then there was one thing that really bothered the hell out of me, and we'll get to it later. Is okay. it Ahsoka? No, well, <laughs> oh, okay, two yeah, things talk that about really Ahsoka, bothered the hell yeah. out of me. Go ahead, talk about Ahsoka.
0: <laughs> Ready, go. Okay. Ahsoka
1: bothered the hell out of me this episode. She
0: did. Uh, co-signed. Oh my god. She she was so annoying this episode. Um, and I know that's part of kind of her character at this point in the, you know, it's early. She's still really immature. And so it's not out of character to have that on display. But, oh, yeah. I, I was like, Ahsoka, ugh, please, just... Rain it in just a little bit. I mean, you are literally, you know, carrying out a battle. Could you just tone down some of the sass and back talk a little bit?
2: Yeah. Um yeah. She, she sounded like an angsty teen on a road trip or something. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> right? I, I I have expected Anakin, you know, one more word and I'll turn this Y Wing around, I swear to God. Something <laughs> like that just because of the way
0: they're panicking, I'm
2: panicking. It's like, dude, you're a Jedi. Chill
1: out. Focus. You know, use the false. Focus.
0: I mean, to a degree, that feeling is valid, is valid, right? I mean, she's 14. She's in a Y-Wing with Anakin Skywalker. I mean, who wouldn't be feeling maybe a little bit nervous about that? Yeah, but she that? wanted
1: her own Y-Wing. Where's my was, Y-Wing? Was, That's true. I was about true. to say, if she had her own ship... with. What would have happened there? I mean, she was freaking out just being a passenger. Yeah. I mean, that's true. Of course, I tend, I mean, I don't freak out over anything really, but I'd rather be driving than be a passenger in any vehicle ever. Right. Yeah. There's
0: that control element. Right. Yeah. Because I know
1: I can do this. I can get us out of this jam and I will take the shortcut to get around this traffic and all that stuff. Um, but like, if somebody else is driving, I'm like, "Oh my god, will you please get over in the other damn lane?" You know that kind of stuff <laughs> in my mind. Like I'm critiquing every turn signal switch and all that stuff. Note to self: Never carpool with John. <laughs> no, I'm totally fun to carpool with if I'm driving. Just let him drive. Yeah, you're driving, <laughs> yeah. and I get control of the radio. Then it's a blast for everyone.
2: No one touches my radio. <laughs> Not even you,
1: yeah. Papa John. Even if I'm driving? <laughs> Come on. I'm driving. My radio. I got the radio. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. So Ahsoka was definitely a little bit uh, – put my teeth on edge a little bit this episode for sure. <laughs> um, and and I guess, you know, her character has some ups and downs throughout the first season. So yeah. it will happen again. Um Oh, and boy. it'll get better, <laughs> eventually. <laughs> but yeah, she was kind of.
2: It was too much. It was it was like the droid humor. They just overdid it.
0: Oh yeah, is that the other thing that we can talk about <laughs> that annoyed them?
1: You can go ahead because I wasn't thinking the that droid either. Droid
0: humor. Oh <laughs> well, the one there's the one part where they're uh, they're in the malevolence. And yeah. There's the droid that's like, I still can't hit him or something like that. I (laughs) can't hit anything. Oh, God.
1: Yeah. And then they kill him and replace him. Battle droids are expensive. Right.
0: Uh, I mean, if they're really that self-aware, I don't know. That has other implications, I I think. It's just like, uh, no, I could have done without that. The battle
2: droid humor is just, uh, again, you guys know at this point how I feel about battle droid humor. But, I mean, it's just so inconsistent with the prequel droids. Yeah, they're funny, too, in the prequel movies, but not to that degree.
1: Right. Not
2: slapstick
0: comedy. Yeah. And some of it's probably, I mean, again, this is aimed at a younger audience. Uh, Although, (laughs) the same show that last week was you know, killing clones by ripping open their, yeah. (laughs) So (laughs) we're bringing it back down this week with battle droid humor, I guess. True yeah.
1: (laughs) What was your thing, John? I'm I'm curious. Well, you know, the whole thing is, here you've got this great big ship, the Malevolence, right? With the super weapon, one on the left side, one on the right side. And how are you going to attack this thing from the front where all the cannons are? No, <laughs> you should be coming from behind and attacking this thing. That's where the cockpit of the whole thing is anyway. Why yeah, are they dude, running you, toward you, the cannons?
2: You needed your trench run scene, okay? You, <laughs> I, well, yeah, I mean, I, I get
1: that, but it's like, <laughs> the whole, like the whole target is toward the back of the ship, and you want to come from the front? Go from the back. Attack the back. <laughs> attack that's a, that's a,
0: attack that's the back. Attack the back. That would point, yeah, <laughs> tagline for this episode. What were you thinking? That bothered attack me the back. so much. So much. Like,
1: I mean, I'm not a battle strategist at all. I, I've never been in the military. I have no tactical training or anything of that nature. But I look at this ship with these big you know huge like subwoofers on the side that blast out these <laughs> these ion shots that that make everything dead in the water and all these little cannons up the front and the, underneath the bottom and all that stuff and the back has engines attack the back
0: well, can we hand wave it by saying that because they were trying to take a shortcut to cut off uh, Grievous and the malevolence before he reached the medical station, that they couldn't plot a course through hyperspace that no. would take no. the-
1: <laughs> that doesn't work.
2: <laughs> I agree. I- nice try. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna one up John here on on that one. All right, and say they should have just gone straight up and attacked it from head down, right? Well, but even that, I mean,
1: they could could aim the cannons up, like, along the whole top side of that thing, right?
2: No, but I mean, like, right directly above the little tower or whatever where the cockpit's at. Right. So if they start firing, I mean, they might hit themselves, you know? theres You're right. There's a lot of different ways you could pull off that attack rather than just, you know, (laughs) gun-hoeing it straight head-on. Right. You're right. right. I hadn't thought about that.
0: Can we talk about kind of how... stupid that design is for a spaceship like having the the cockpit or the command center like at the top of this super huge pillar like okay so you could just target the bait like you don't even necessarily i don't know right no i get what you're saying stupid
1: wouldn't
2: you could detach it easily
0: wouldn't you at least
1: put i don't know like the second biggest cannons right next to the cockpit of the thing. Right.
0: To protect your commanders and leaders. Totally. Yeah. Yes. So that design just seems flawed from the get go to me. And again, I'm not a military strategist. I, you know, I have no expertise in that area at all. So anyone feel free to call me out on why that might be an awesome spaceship design for military purposes. Uh, if you have a reason,
2: <laughs> you know it might, it might be like a pirate ship type of thing where they got the really long mast with the guy on top with the telescope. <laughs> maybe it's a maybe. Like crow's
1: a, nest. Well, I mean fire. they're all yeah, they're but... all based slightly over battleships, right? So instead yeah. of instead of these long battleships with this center tower thing, these are triangular pizza slice battleships with a tower thing, right? Pizza slice. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean I guess this is where Star Wars kind of diverges from like true sci-fi and what would actually be probably more realistic for space flight and or military maneuvers in space as opposed to this looks really cool. It looks really we cool. And can do whatever we want.
1: And they and can do whatever they want. It's a
0: fantasy playground. Totally, so, yes. um. Which is fine. Like I don't have any problem with that at all. I just thinking about it from as you're talking about like attacking from the rear. You know, thinking about it from a tactical, strategic standpoint, it doesn't seem very smart the like, way that ship I'm just thinking.
1: Like if I'm attacking anything, right, and it's got like all its weapons in the front, and it's got next to nothing, <laughs> if, not, if not nothing at all, in the back. One plus one don't add up to seven, does it? <laughs> That's two Not all yet. day long. Anyway.
2: Oh, you, you, when you're right, you're right, man. I, I hadn't thought about that, and as this episode just went down a few notches. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's like that with all any anything where there's one of these big battleships, you know, in Star sure. Wars. They're all they're all going nose to nose and like shooting at each other. You know or trying to take one from the side, you know? Um, I don't
0: know. But it's space. Space, you know, it's a 3d. Right. Like, sure. You totally. Can go, yeah.
1: You can come you from can underneath yeah, mm-hmm. or come from behind where there's no cannons.
0: <laughs> John is really hung up on that. Well, which okay. is a fair point
2: <laughs> on, on a more, uh, and a more positive All right. note here, just because right. I feel like this is starting to turn into a Bring it on. Bash episode. <laughs> I, I kinda like the this is the first episode I think where we start seeing some of the Anakin the original trilogy kinda talked about. Mm-hmm. The, the great pilot, the cunning warrior. Right. Um we got a little bit of that in the Clone Wars movie, but this is the first time we're actually seeing him as that warrior. So you know, we finally start seeing that he's, you know, really confident. He hates losing. Um, stuff we he's really reckless. didn't get in he's reckless <laughs> stuff that we, we've we been told before in the other movies but didn't necessarily see even in the prequels you know episode 2 and 3 so we're, I, I like this episode I like this about this episode and that we're kind of starting to get some characterization with Anakin with the chosen one Um, down to the very the last shot that very Empire Strikes Back type of shot where there, he's yes. just looking out but he's in his Darth Vader pose, just kind of standing there with his hands behind his back. Mm-hmm. I I like that. The, those little visual references and and just the characterization. I'm like, okay, this is the seed. There's some seeds being planted here that are going to start blossoming as the series progresses.
0: Yeah, and I thought there was kind of a nice balance because you do get Anakin being very confident to the point of maybe overconfidence and recklessness yes. but then he is at least willing at the very last second to to pull back and you know when Ahsoka makes the suggestion that they need to rethink their you know battle strategy and what if what if they did it differently and he's kind of forced to To make a split second decision, he actually does listen to her and decide that she has the wiser course of action in this particular case. And
1: that's the Um, point where I where I thought for sure that I'm like, oh, Kat's going to be down with this because here's here's Ahsoka offering up her first thing to Anakin as a viable solution to a, a potentially catastrophic problem. And he accepts it and, you know, so that starts that whole, you know, the Padawan also helping the teacher thing and I thought that would be right up your alley. But you said this episode was boring.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, (laughs) that is right up my alley and I did enjoy that part. Um, I wish Ahsoka had been a little less annoying before that, but it was was nice, although I don't know how earned – Um, That she was able to look at it, um, I guess, from a distance. You know, Anakin was really focused on, no, this is what needs to happen and we're going to destroy Grievous and, you know, almost kind of to the point of blinding himself to any other um, suggestions or um, dangers. And so she was able to – to look at it with a slightly cooler um, perspective and say, "I don't think that's going to work. I really think we need to to change that." And then he did actually listen.
1: He which, did listen, you know, and he and, kudos
0: to him. And the solution
1: for, was way cooler, you know. Yes, let's the just, visual. Let's take out the weapon instead of the general.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and that visual was pretty amazing. To watch the uh, the ion cannon just blow up and kind of explode from one side of the ship through the other, that and then again, cool. just
1: like the the previous episode, we got that homage to the Death Star too.
2: Yeah, twice. Where the droids yes. are yeah, like
1: the, yeah, covering in this
2: <laughs> the same shot, just reverse. Right?
1: Think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: need a little two-second blip and stick that in yeah
2: <laughs> you know uh, watching it again uh I got, I got a little i got a little independence day flashback this time because they they blow mm. up the weapon just just as it's a it's a, as it's about to fire mm-hmm. then it blows Ooh, up
0: good call
2: so it was like the battle of yavin with a little independence they thrown in for good measure except yeah. uh what's his name uh, not uh quaid uh russell not had his name what's his name the the guy from Independence Day, Will Smith. The other guy, the guy that "Hello, boys, I'm back." Then he dies and blows up the ship. That guy. Oh
0: yeah, wasn't that Randy Quaid?
2: Randy Quaid. Thank you. I was thinking Dennis, like that's his brother. Except Randy Quaid doesn't die at the end of this episode. It's it's happier. Sort but of. Without, I mean, without, Ma- without Matchstick
0: the died. There were some <laughs> some dead clones. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, yeah, we
1: should have. We should have done a clone body count, like when we started watching. <sighs> oh, no. Started watching the episode, do a like a body count, like like when we started watching the series. I mean, you know, count all the yeah. all the clones that die throughout, and like the ones with names, give them a special R.I.P.
0: Uh, yeah, well, this episode R.I.P. Matchstick, man. I mean, you could see it coming. Like, I guess it was kind of foreshadowed and he Among was one of the he few got that, a name. Here, like, yeah. <laughs> Marked <laughs> for death. <sighs> Poor matchstick. I, I don't think he deserved that, but this, I mean, there was, there was at least one, there was another small moment that I kind of enjoyed where, uh, um, I mean, this episode has Plo Koon in it, so that's always, mm-hmm. that's a thumbs up. Cause yeah, I like But he didn't Plo so Koon do
1: anything. <laughs>
2: While well, Moro run! That's, like, his biggest thing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> this exposition
2: on how dangerous the situation is.
0: But I, I thought it was sweet when um, he volunteered to be their fighter escort. Um, and Ahsoka's like, oh, your fighters are ready to go. Like, it's Like, just that she anticipated that he would volunteer to do that. I thought that was kind of a sweet moment. Sweet yeah. little...
2: It's those little moments that make me wish that she was a uh, Palcoon's Padawan sometimes instead of Anakin's. Just guess of how close they are.
0: But that might have turned out badly.
2: Well, it turned out badly either
1: way.
0: Yeah. True. Good point. <laughs> womp womp. Not as epic. <laughs> I'll that. Yeah. Maybe they. Of course, maybe we they don't
1: know, know the end of of her story. That's. Ahsoka lives. Soka lives
2: (laughs) and she's not a wolf it's not a wolf not a wolf
0: (laughs) yeah not uh um one thing that also just kind of um amused me because this always amuses me is you know they're talking about how uh Grievous and the Separatists are looking to hit this medical ship where all these clones are being treated. And, oh, conveniently, it just happens to be by Naboo, which I'm sure will totally not play into any future episodes. You know, (laughs) why would Anakin possibly be concerned about that? I can't imagine.
2: (laughs) Somewhere Padme, Padme was like, hold my beer.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Next week on The Clone Wars. (laughs) Padme, hold my beer.
2: (laughs) It's just one little thing that I really, I mean, it's not a reference or anything, but I just kind of like the way it kind of played out was at the end, uh, Obi-Wan being, I will finish what you started type of moment. Let's finish what Anakin started. And, you know, it just reminded me of The Force Awakens, Kylo Ren's whole little Thing about I will finish what she started towards the helmet. No connection whatsoever, but it just reminded me of it, and I'm like, "That's cool, yeah." That made me smile. That made me. Chocolate. Oh,
0: I, I totally missed that. So even the, the during the three times I rewatched this episode, <laughs> I apparently didn't get that.
2: Obi Wan is going to finish what Darth Vader started in this episode.
0: Got it. I I kind of liked that, you know that obi-wan coming in with the cavalry to take down finish taking down the malevolence that was a nice touch
2: nice touch for nice setup at least yeah
0: yes yeah
2: um yeah so i guess just to kind of wrap up here um (laughs) doesn't seem like we're all that crazy about this episode minus a few things here and there
0: I mean I would say that it's kind of, you know, it's it's okay. It's not great. It does its job. Um, you know, there's some
1: well, it's not the worst I'm, episode I've ever it's seen. It's not
0: the worst. Ep- no, well, there are. Well, it is the for second sure. though
1: in a th- in a three-part act. And so typically when you're doing that kind of setup, this one's a little different. Like for example, mm-hmm. if this were the Empire strikes back, of this trilogy, we would see something dark and foreboding happen to the good guys. And we didn't get that in this. So we have no, it's like, it's almost like, yeah, they, they kind of didn't even need to do the third act because they, they wrapped up the weapon thing already. So it kind of just leaves you, it kind of just leaves you going, you know, this is all wrapped up. We just got to, we're going to take a whole episode to wrap up the loose ends. What is this? You know? It's like it's
2: like Luke getting one torpedo down the Death Star shaft. Right. And it just kind of sort of blows up. Right. So Yavin isn't going to blow up, but it's just kind of there floating. Yeah. It's like that. You're, you're very, very good point. And then the Empire Strikes Back picks up with them just still trying to bomb the Death Star. Right.
1: Just because it's yeah. still there,
2: you know? Because it's still there. It's not a threat anymore. And but- so
1: this is like, I, I guess, you know... The next episode, I'm I've forgotten how this ends, but I think it's just them trying to get General Grievous right, trying to f- carry out the rest to of get that mission, me. and, and but, to get but, me off the, but ship. the weapons yeah, over right, the weapons like non-functional, it blew up, it's done, forget about it.
0: Yeah, I no, that's actually that's a really good, and maybe that's why I find this episode. Just so ho hum is that? I think when we watch next week's episode, like if you take in like the first two or three minutes of that episode and tacked them on the end of this episode, or somehow incorporated it and set up a cliffhanger, maybe like el- you do have at the end of The Empire Strikes Back, maybe eliminate
1: it, the goofy manta ray things and put that.
0: Yes, in. Mm-hmm. you mean cut
2: out all the filler that really right. didn't contribute yes. much. <laughs> What?
0: So if I think if they had structured it a little bit differently, it would be stronger. But you're I totally agree with your point that the way that it's that it ends, it doesn't really feel like you need another no, episode not at all. to to close it out. Yeah, because they I mean, the only thing that's left is really getting grievous. Right. And, and then so what, I guess and then what happens? We,
1: we know he's not going to be got for good. Yeah, we yeah, already know that. See him
0: in Revenge of the Sith, right. so you know he's he's gonna escape in the end. It's just how much damage will be done in the meantime, and how much so. phlegm
1: he hawks up.
0: Ugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I, so I think that's where this episode kind of fails for me, and why it com- kind of comes across as boring. Is it doesn't actually really set up the third episode of this arc very well. And the way, yeah, the way that they structured it, I think, fails it overall. I mean, it's not terrible. You know, there are some nice moments. The battle scene is pretty cool. But overall, it's it's just kind of an episode. I mean, it's not one that I really feel like I want to go back and rewatch anytime soon. Because I've already <laughs> seen it like three or four times. Kat, That's you're plenty.
1: welcome. You are welcome. <laughs> i gave you one more feather to put in that cap yeah <laughs> <laughs> why this episode kind of sucked yeah
0: <laughs> you were gonna tell me why i was wrong but now you've just ended up
1: <laughs> i gave you more ammo we
0: write? but here comes yeah. <laughs>
1: here, here comes the big one all right all right here's why the episode was so so enjoyable Because of that trench run! Because they didn't attack from behind! It was so exciting! And the clones getting killed off, and you didn't know what was going to happen? Except we'd already watched it, and we knew what was going to happen. But, I mean, it was so thrilling! The attack of the (laughs) ship! That was the meat of the sandwich, you know? And it was tasty, delicious! You even had Ahsoka leaving that bratty part behind and offering up the solution to the big problem. And Anakin takes a second and goes... You know what? You're right. Let's do it the other way. And boom! Good things happen. That's why the episode was good.
2: You say so. <laughs> it was definitely...
0: <laughs> <laughs> I would agree that that is definitely the best part of this episode. Um, but it wasn't the only part of this episode is the problem. Yeah,
2: that's... It's, a like, it's like a sandwich with like the best cut of ham or turkey uh-huh. but it's only one slice and the bread is very puffy so it takes up like
1: the whole thing and you got half a piece of bacon on it not a whole piece Just half a piece monsters <laughs> that's what this episode But no, i is. agree no i mean it's it's a, like i said it's a season one episode it's not gonna be anybody's favorite <sighs> but it's not horrible it, it wasn't be. it wasn't no. boring to me at least
0: I mean, maybe Mm. boring is too strong of a word. I just, you know, (laughs) I was just kind of like, I guess, I guess the question that it came down to for me is like, why do I care about this? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Which maybe sounds harsher and I'm not meaning to like bash this episode. I just.
1: (laughs) You want me to give you a little more? Here's another crumb for you. right? (laughs) If that. If that secret weapon was so almighty and so powerful,
0: how come we don't see it again? They just build the smaller versions. Well, yeah, and ship. the rebels
1: used it, right? Instead of, but how come the empire goes, you know, we got this great weapon and it's got one on one side and one on. Let's do two more sides and see what we can do with it. You know, do a top and a, and a bottom.
2: Because it was Weapon. so vulnerable and
1: so easy to take out. Yeah, I guess it was pretty easy to take out. Yeah, but they're not gonna have they're not gonna have Y-wing bombers all the time, right?
0: No, they killed off like half Anakin's yeah. squadron. Yeah. I mean and I guess that was supposed to up the stakes. But it kind of just got repetitive. You know, Plo Koon kept, oh, if if, any, if we lose one fighter, this mission right. is doomed. I know. And it was kinda that like, was so uh, over and the And then top. they lose half of them. You know, right. now that we're and, talking about it,
2: I mean, I think that's why one of the other reasons I really don't really dig this episode. I mean, Plo Koon, we, we established last time that we really like Plo Koon. But this episode, he was just relegated to this whole commentary on what was going on.
1: Honestly, what was he even in this episode for?
2: flying escort but that's yeah but why i mean he he didn't do anything
0: foil he didn't do anything well yeah he just was there to to naysay anakin's plan yeah but he was
1: a mouthpiece but that didn't even do anything you could i know you could have used ahsoka for that
0: yeah she already was right (laughs) he
2: he was just a mouthpiece to get across anakin's overconfidence and just say how dangerous everything is because he couldn't actually show it. Well,
1: I mean, but ah. here he is in a in a faster, more maneuverable fighter, and he's flying escort with the Y wings. Why wasn't he doing more? Why wasn't he flying ahead and taking cannons out to make it a safer run? You know, because
2: it's an Anakin episode, and he has to be the one that,
1: <laughs> right.
2: Huh, no, this except, episode keeps except going. Except that it down was
0: still Ahsoka's idea. So in the end, Anakin—I mean, he, like he helps take it out, obviously. Right. But yeah, well, it I mean, it was—it
1: was—it was her idea. I'm not going to, you know, he doesn't deserve credit for that at all. But I mean, he's—he's he's the one that realized, okay, we got a—we do got to bail on this original idea, and I'm the guy in control. Let's do you know, this other thing and blow up the weapon and see what happens. And that's still all on him. You know, he had to pull that trigger, so to speak. That's true. And he thought quick about it and did the right thing. And that's on him too.
0: Yep. So I guess at the end of the day, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, like
1: Plo Koon is useless. (laughs) Ahsoka finally offers up a good idea. Anakin acts on it. They don't get Grievous. We never see that weapon again. And Kat's bored. And now I hate this episode even more. So there we go. (laughs) Yeah,
0: and we're done.
2: (laughs) I came. I just want to say I came into this with a much positive outlook on the
1: episode. You
2: guys just tore it down. I them. know.
1: I know. I kind of liked it. Now I don't really like this episode at all anymore. <laughs> now that we stripped it away. I still think the Y-Wings looked cool. How's that? The Y-Wings yes, still looked no.
2: cool. I there, still like the Gonk Droid. <laughs>
0: there, were still, there were still some nice things of this episode. I just, it's overall, I think it kind of falls apart on multiple rewatchings and analyzing it. And until you know, proven just,
1: otherwise, I'm going to stand on this platform. Plo Koon is useless. You know
2: what? That's fine, because we'll eventually prove you wrong all there. Right. But well, let's see. At yes. this, at, at see this point, all we can do is just keep on going through season one until we're finally, finally at the end. All right, And we can start enjoying ourselves again. No
1: kidding, yeah.
0: <laughs> all right. So, on that note... <laughs> Uh, we will – that wraps up our discussion on <laughs> Shadow of Malevolence, which despite our thoughts is, you know, it's an OK middle of the road Clone Wars episode. Season one. That's all you got to know. It's season one. Girl, you uh, a lot. <laughs> See, now I'm trying to defend it. I'm uh-huh, trying yeah, to end I up a happy that, yeah. note, guys. I'm like, seeing <laughs> you through the webcam. You're, you're
2: trying not to crack.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, even over a microphone I can't lie uh, um, <laughs> say what you mean
1: mean what you say
0: alright so with that uh, join us next week as we finish up the malevolence arc with the episode destroy malevolence
1: thank god wait wasn't it, it- already destroyed no just the weapon
0: not not all the way just the weapon yeah just the weapon john
1: oh yeah that's right it's the cleanup episode okay yeah
0: yeah so join us next week as we review destroy malevolence uh in the meantime please rate us and leave us a review on itunes follow us on facebook and twitter at forcepan podcast and we will see you next week to talk about destroy malevolence attack from May the force be with you.
1: Attack from the back.